thing, but yeah, but like the community as a whole usually can get pretty sucky because of and because of high skill level, you know, yeah. ceilings. And, I, and I'm guilty of it in Overwatch. Like, when I'm playing competitive and I get a guy that has no thumbs, like, I'll definitely tell him how bad he is. I have no <laughs> but there's... My, my difference is, is there's a difference when you're in... No thumbs? Yeah, it's usually what I call people that can't shoot because they don't have thumbs. How for, therefore, how can they play with a controller? Um, so... Welcome to episode 137 of the Emerging Gamer Podcast. This is your host, back again, Lock and Key. Well, we technically all took last week off. Yeah, but then it's been like another few weeks for me. For you? Like Has it been a few weeks for you? Right? It's been, it's been what, like, like three weeks? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, because you and I almost did two duos in a row. Mm-hmm. We did the one duo, and then the next week it was we were struggling, and then we did a late one yeah. right before I left on vacation. Right. With snacks, the cat. In three weeks. That's right. So it has been three it's weeks. It's crazy. That's life, okay. Life. life, life. How was the duo? You've you've done a lot of duos around these I've, parts. I've done duos with you. you, you in case anyone doesn't know, uh, we we record this. The studio is in my condo, so we record this in my place. So the reason I end up on every episode is because <laughs> is not because here. I'm the most popular person, but it's because we're using my computer. To do it, and we're doing it in my environment. So, but that's why Felix Hergood is always on here. And for any newcomers, shut who, that who, fucking cat's trying to get in. Who may you be? If any, this is Felix here. Hergood. Any any newcomers to listening to our show? This is Felix Hergood of the uh, Emerging Gamer, Gamer Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> show you're listening to. Did you say your name? You yeah. did. Oh, you said Lock. Okay. You said Lock. It's the full name, Lock and Key. But yeah, so we <laughs> do it. Know. We do it. We do this in our in my environment. So that's why I'm on every so show. So you right. So we so, have who else do we have here before we'll backtrack? It's Neo Aoshi. What's up, Neo Aoshi? Glad to have you here again. Always I feel always like I don't. You know, yeah, three weeks off. It's been a while. So you did a duo episode, the first duo episode with Neo Aoshi. How did you feel? About we it? talked. We talked some good talk. I thought we did. I I don't remember if it was because I remember. It's all going to blur because it's, it was. Weeks I'll ago, listen to the episode and let you know how I. Because last time we did it, we did our Hellblade talk with Snacks. Right. Then we did the duo before that. Right. The duo was one thirty-five. Correct. We and, talked about. And prior to that was one thirty-four, which is the peanut. The, the oh yeah, <laughs> that was the, that was the, the Dark Souls baby analogy. That was the week we talked about the Middle Earth loot boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that. And uh, we talked, a little bit. You of talked Hellblade. a lot about PUBG, of course. So yeah. so I think it went well. The good, good thing about. These episodes is I think, I think we get along. Like I'd like to see you guys do a duo one day. Maybe it happens. Mm. Maybe you know where 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 you guys Fancers. just come over and I just sit in the corner producing and Maybe. You, you guys Stare actually at us, just take talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, I guess I'll kick it off uh, since I haven't been on here for a few weeks about what I've been up to, and then we can get a recap from you guys. Um, so I think the the biggest thing that I've been playing recently, and I don't think I talked about it. On the previous episode, if I had been, was I was playing the the, the open beta or semi open beta for Path of Exile on Xbox One, and it ended and then came out a week later. So now the full release for Path of Exile is it's on still Xbox free, One. right? Still free. Beautiful. Um, so you, you this, this was 
this was recommended by multiple people in my Diablo 3 streams. Yeah, Just maybe you should explain you know. a little bit what it is. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Path of Exile is a um, role-playing game. It's a dungeon crawler. Uh, highly, highly regarded by the PC community. It's been out for years on PC. Uh, it's more closely um, to Diablo 2 in difficulty and tone. Style, yeah. And stone. And, uh, and, and, and style, excuse yeah. me. And tone. Uh, <laughs> much darker than Diablo 3 is in regards to enemies, dungeons, characters, style. They call it the artwork. spiritual successor uh, of Diablo 2. Yeah. L- literally darker? Harder to see? Like, no, no. Like, like, like um, um, a darker color palette. Yeah. Okay. When Diablo 3 was first announced, people were like, this is so bright. Why is this like... The colors and like people wanted the the drabness of fighting your way to hell. Personally, is, my first experience is with Diablo three, right. and I think it the subject matter is dark as fuck. They tone well, <laughs> well, yeah, they've toned it down since release, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game has a lot going for it. Uh, like it is free. There are only cosmetic microtransactions, which you can pay up to $300 to make your character look a certain way, but that's how this company is keeping this game free. So the cosmetics do literally nothing for you. It's essentially you funding this studio if you were to give them the $300 to make your character look a certain way. Who cares about that? That's great. Right. So you don't have to buy certain gear. It's still loot-based, like drop-based when you kill enemies. Um, so the cosmetics are only there for you to say, Hey, look, I am a huge supporter of this studio in this game and I have given them, what were you going to, airplane mode. I I am on airplane mode. Oh shit. I forgot. Um, it's okay. Thank you. Um, so I am a supporter of this, of this game. And what I love about it is the skill tree. So if you haven't taken a look at the skill tree in this game, I advise you to just do a Google search of Path of Exile it's skill nuts. tree. Because it is fucking absurd. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll bring it up for you guys right now. You essentially can create any type of class that you want. You are not restricted in any way. There are five classes that you can start with. And those five classes are the base character traits that you can have. So, Felix, to put it into example, each node is one level of XP. One level. Oh, wait. (laughs) Got it. No, this is... That's not it. That's that's Final Fantasy X Sphere Grid. Yeah, this is... Okay, this is the max resolution one. Keep, you can keep talking. Um, so what you can do is you can create any character build. Meaning, if I start as a archer, I have base character traits as an archer, but then I can end up becoming a necromancer, and I can have a bow as my primary, but I can summon the dead and and control other um, characters as well. So you don't have to be locked into any one character and play multiple to see how the game plays. You can build a very specific class. So my, I'm playing an archer right now. I can make my archer specific to certain abilities. I can make my archer something completely different and make it a melee character if I wanted to. Because the grid is so incredibly vast and not restricting, it can be whatever you want it to be. That sounds like a game that's right up my alley. Uh, I would say it is. When I first saw this, I got instantly overwhelmed. So that, yeah, and that's when you zoom out. Because when you're playing this, you start in the center and work your way out. So for you to get over to where, let's say, the wizard is, you have to do a lot of work to get to that skill tree path. But you can get there. There's nothing blocking you. Very similar to Final Fantasy X Sphere Grid. Mm -hmm. But this is like... Ten times the amount of nodes that the Sphere Grid did, if you have that experience. Now, this differentiates, because Diablo 3 took a completely different path. Right. Diablo 2 was, 
usually people would go, okay, I'm going to make a poison bone necromancer. Right. And then that's, that's how they, and, and you would just build and, your right. character. Exactly. So this is a very similar style exactly. where you go, okay, I'm going to be a paladin, but I also want to be an undead paladin. And now right. I'm going to plan my, my path ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than just your, go your really nearly, your pa- nailed, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> so the so to that you make a really good point. So for me as a archer, I can I can choose poison, lightning, fire. I can choose no elements and just do what's the ability called split arrows, which allow me to hit multiple targets at once and focus on piercing as my ability and, and level up piercing. So you can literally in each character class get super granular or you can zoom out and do multiple things. It's really cool. Which it, it makes when you if you do a Google search Path of Exile builds, mm-hmm. there is a Reddit solely for different builds that you can create and people get super specific. I do have one question though. Yeah. Because this is an issue I have with Elder Scrolls Online. Um, once you lock yourself into a path does that of exile? That, of exile no, does that then limit your ability with other things? Here's most, one thing most I, likely, yes. Here's what I don't like about Elder Scrolls Online. Sure. At any point, if I just want to be, um, so if I pick Dragon Knight, I'm a Dragon Knight. At any point, if I want to just get a bow or get a staff, I can now just be a person who wields a staff. You. What I would what I would prefer is I can't pick up a staff now because I'm focusing on being a knight. And that knight is what I've chosen as my path. Sure. And it and the game knows that it's illogical for me to then have the knowledge to pick up a wand or a staff. So you have a base amount of traits, attack, intelligence, dexterity, and some weapons ha- you don't have the right stats to wield. But right now at the low level, I could drop my bow and pick up a mace and start using it. It'd be stupid because I have no abilities, but I could. But if I get a higher level mace, let's say, or, or staff, I won't have the actual traits to wield it. So, okay. So you eventually can't. you get I like locked that. out. Yeah. Then that's Even- kind of like what I'm talking about. Eventually you could then make the stats to wield it, and the game doesn't restrict you in that way. The other thing is you unlock the ability to take away points. Let's say I start going down a path and I'm like, eh, I don't like it. You can rack up points to take away, and then redistribute elsewhere. That's like Kingdoms of Amalur. Right. So like right now I have two that I'm sitting on. I'll probably not use them for a long time, but let's say I veer right to one ability and I'm like, ah, I really want dexterity to get to this ability instead of intelligence. I can retract my intelligent points and put them towards dexterity. Do you have to go to like a location or a person or something to change the stats? Like This is done in the menu. Okay, yeah. Kingdoms of Amalur, you had to find a particular You have a home base. So the story for this game to not get into the nitty-gritty is you have been sent to this world um, a part of the world where there's undead cannibals and your job is to help essentially rebuild that part of the world so there is a town where there's npcs that help give you missions and they have stores and stuff like that but other than that you are forging a path forward and essentially very similar to Diablo 3 and 2, isometric, hundreds of enemies, 
and they're dropping gear as you go, and you're picking up and figuring out if it's better gear or not better gear, equipping it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that's a lot like the Um And it's super fun. Um, like I said, I did not know I was into these games until the free-to-play weekend for Diablo 3. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I didn't that's know. a rabbit hole, man. It is, and I've yeah. been playing a ton of it. It's actually taken me away from Overwatch, which has been really the only game that I've been playing for a long time because I can play three matches and then hop off, but I can do the same with... Path of Exile is I could play one dungeon in like 15 to 20 minutes, get my fix, saves instantly, I log off and go do mm-hmm. about my day. So, But it is also a whole like Destiny where it's like I constantly want to keep grinding, constantly want to do one more one dungeon, more loot, or more, one more yeah. level, or yeah. wipe one more area. So, But it's it's for a free-to-play game, this could be a $60 title. Oh, easily. For, for anyone that would, would pay for Diablo 3, you would pay for this game and you won't see any difference. Uh, so if you have an Xbox One, if you have a PC, uh, this game is free for you to play. You download it on PC or in the Xbox Live Store. Just search for it and download it. Highly recommend uh, anyone to try it. And I will report on it as I keep playing it. I am obviously nowhere near end game, and there's a ton now, of content. Is there cross-play with PC players? That is a great question that I don't know off the top of my yeah. head. Figure that uh, out. But there, but there is co-op play on Xbox similar to Diablo, so you can hop into a party with other people and play if you wanted to. Free to play. Um, while we look that up, the last game that I've just recently gotten into that I wanted to talk about is Rainbow Six Siege. Now, this is, of course, not a new title. The answer is no. There's no, so it's only Xbox to Xbox, mm-hmm. PC to PC, which makes, which makes sense. Maybe in the future, but... Uh, shout out to at Heathen Gamer fifteen if he's actually uh, listening. He right. plays Rainbow Six Siege and mm. their whole crew on did, PlayStation did, or Xbox. Uh, they play on PC. Oh, PC. Okay. Yeah, and the whole the other night they did a, a multicast where they were all there playing, uh, nice. playing, and I watched it for two hours. So nice. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's uh, so it was free. So I will just plug free to play weekends on Xbox. Showed me that I love Diablo 3-like games. Now I'm playing a game because of it. Rainbow Six Siege, free-to-play this weekend. Played for two days, bought the game. Mm. So free-to-play weekends, Xbox, keep it up, please. It's a good way um, to get the game it, out there. Oh, it's it's incredible. You just download it. You get to play it with no limitations for the weekend. Mm-hmm. You figure out if you like it. And if you don't, uninstall it. And if you do, I end up playing it. Steam does those too. Right. So it's there pretty you great. Go. And I've I bought many a game because of the And I don't know if PlayStation has a similar... Oh, thing that they're doing. I bought Division but, because it was a free weekend on PC. Go. Oh, that, yeah. that's right. You did yeah. play it. You played it for a weekend. Yeah, and then I was like, um, okay, I'm, I'm in it. I don't even know where to find that in the be- Xbox dash- Xbox on the right-hand side, right when you log okay. in, it will say free-to-play days, and it will be a picture of the game that's free-to-play, and when you click on it, it's in the in the dashboard for the free games. So it's like an advertisement. Um, yeah, and it's, it was also on sale. So it was $60. It was 50% off. So I got it for Shit. 25 bucks. I was like... Mine as well. Oh, so it's free to play, um, and then they they have a, a, a sweet discount on it. Well, it was too. the same way for Diablo three during the free to play weekend. It was fifty percent off. Oh, yeah, I didn't. So get it for that. I, I didn't get it for that price. To talk a little bit about the game, because since it's been out for a while, it's not necessarily an obscure one like Path of Exile. But I'm going to just talk a little bit about why I like it. Um, so Rainbow Six Siege has done a lot of work. It was not well received when it came out, but this game is super fun to play with other people. And I'll tell you why. The, the game is very similar to Overwatch, that it's character-based. I would so, almost say it's also close to Counter-Strike, too, in some ways. Is. So yeah. realistic like Counter-Strike, class-based like Overwatch, where you have operators. And each operator has a special ability that they're known for. Uh, one may be able to set 
traps in doorways. One may be able to be stealth. One may be able to One of them has a drone. One of them has a drone that can shock people. Yeah. Uh, So each character class has specifics, just like in Overwatch, each character is different. And in each class, you have different guns. You have different um, slots for abilities like grenades and claymores and breach charges. Not every class has frags. Not every class has shotguns. Not every class has submachine guns. So it's very specific on the way you want to play the game. And on top of that, you can only play one hero per game. Meaning if I choose a hero, you can't pick it. You have to play a different one, meaning we can't all be the same thing. Which is different than Overwatch, right? Unless uh, no, playing. Overwatch no, competitive, com- competitive is the same you can't way. Do that, yeah. oh, okay, cool. And the reason why this is so fun is because it's so tactical. You can't run in like Call of Duty, wipe out a whole team, and then be done with the game. Because one shot, one kill, it's like hardcore in Battlefield. You get a headshot, they're dead. Few body shots, they're dead. Um, and it's very tactical because you can't just run into a doorway because there may be a uh, a booby trap there that's going to blow up when you go through it. So you have to peek in the doorway to see if you see any like bear traps and things like that. Yeah, so it's plain very entry. you have yeah, to work with your team. Yeah. Very tactical. And I did not think this would be a game for me. Obviously, a fan of Halo, fan of Destiny. This is a very different type of shooter. But I played with one of my buddies that was doing it for the free-to-play. Um, shout out to Penguin. You don't know him. He's a buddy that I played yeah. with, Overwatch with. He actually had Rainbow Six, returned it because no one played it, and ended up rebuying it over this free-to-play weekend because we played it together and had so much fun. But I would uh, check out some, some Twitch streams on it, see if it's something that you'd be into. GameStop actually has it on sale as well. No longer on sale through the Xbox Dash. But PlayStation and Xbox physical copies at... GameStop are half off as well right now. So I'm going to keep playing it. I'm probably going to stream it tonight because I had some people at the job say they wanted to see me play it. So I'm going to try and stream it tonight. But super fun tactical game. And it makes you think. You can't blow up a window and hop in and expect to survive. You have to be very mindful with what you're doing. Yeah. Each game type is centered around defense and offense. And your job as defense is to barricade walls set traps at doorways mm-hmm. and hide think about where the and your enemies are going to come through and yeah. you essentially want to hide and protect doorways so you can't just go in and run and gun you have to peek and hide and figure out where they're coming from and try and get the leg up on them mm. so it's very tactical um more tactical than battlefield is and the Battlefield's obviously a step above a Call of Duty or something like that. So it's not massive scale. Battlefield's is more like a wide-scale strategy thing. And this is yeah. small-scale. Yeah. It's arena map, very small. Macro versus micro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good there way to go. put it. Good yeah. way to put it. So I've been having a lot of fun. Um, I'd recommend it to anyone that's into a different type of shooter. Uh, but check out Twitch first to make sure you like it. But I'll be playing it. Now, I did actually have an article that I brushed over for news. But since oh, you brought it up, bring it up. I'm yeah. just going to bring up that... They, uh, in the future, Rainbow Six is going to be moving two maps permanently from the game. Mm. Brought up a lot of controversy because it's like, well, I already paid for a certain amount of content. Do I want to yeah. get it removed? So I thought that was really interesting. interesting. I didn't think it was important enough to like discuss. Yeah, yeah. But... I didn't hear about it. Did they say what maps? Um, they did. It's uh, they're removing. Oh God, I don't. It's fine. Know. It's not that big of a deal. They were moving two maps, all I knew, and people were like getting really upset about it. Yeah, I would say that I heard a lot about the community being toxic. Uh, I haven't experienced any of it, honestly. I'm not playing the competitive game type yet. I'm playing uh, solely public and quick What does that play. mean when they say that? 
Like the Play, community is toxic. Uh, the players don't like newcomers. They don't like people that don't know what they're doing. They don't like losing. They're aggressive. Like they're Dota mean, 2 players mean. are like this. It, yeah. A game that has a high level of entry, a high skill level of entry to become good at it, usually has a community that's toxic because anyone new is not going to be good. And if I get you on my team as a higher level skilled player, I'm going to be frustrated and annoyed at you as you run into the room like, what am I going to do? And you just die every time. Oh, um, whereas a, a healthy community would say, hey man, you might not want to do that. Next time try this or follow yeah, my like, lead. Like and Destiny is a more healthy community because people, would, all, people would take I people think on raids. I want to say most communities... In the gaming world, are to- are yeah. are toxic, uh, yeah. more more or less, only because I mean, mostly we we are in our own little bubble. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to like Destiny and stuff, because we we have our our core group of people that you guys like you guys like playing with, right? And then you have your uh, you know your communities on Twitter and stuff, which are really great. Twitch, yeah, and Twitch and everything, but yeah, but like the community as a whole usually can get pretty sucky because of and because of high skill level, you know, yeah. ceilings. And, I, and I'm guilty of it in Overwatch. Like, when I'm playing competitive and I get a guy that has no thumbs, like, I'll definitely tell him how bad he is. I have no <laughs> but there's, my, my difference is, is there's a difference when you're in... No game. thumbs? Yeah, it's usually what I call people that can't shoot because they don't have thumbs. How for, therefore, how can they play with a controller? Um, so, like, there, for me, there is a difference between competitive, where the sole purpose is to rank up and win games, versus quick play. Mm. Like, if you're going into competitive... And you're not playing at the skill level which you're ranked. I will let you know that you should not be where you're ranked, because you're not. In quick play, have fun, go at it, shoot the shit, play a mm-hmm. character you've never played before. That's the purpose of it. But don't come into a competitive scene testing place, out your may right yeah. where you've played, let's say, in Overwatch, a hundred hours of McCree, but you're going to try a healer who you've never played. No, fucking go do that somewhere else. And don't make me lose. Got it. However, in some communities, even quick play can be toxic. Shooting other players and killing them. This In this game, team killing is a thing. The start of the game, there were people killing me when I first started playing. Um, and my teammate Penguin would then kill them. And then they would quit because they realized that there was two of us and only one of them. And they would always die. <laughs> but, like That type of stuff in, in, the, in the quick play is supposed to be where you go to learn the game. That's why there's a separation between the quick play aspect, and the competitive aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would agree with you. Most communities are toxic because you have a higher skilled gap of players. And, and people are assholes. And, pe- and people are assholes. Yeah. So. This is true. This is true. But um, that's why that's why games have started to separate a competitive and a quick play in most games. That's why Destiny has a competitive playlist and a non-competitive playlist. Halo has non-ranked games and ranked games. Call of Duty, competitive play playlist, non-competitive. So most games do this to try and separate the player base so you play with where you're more comfortable. Yeah, the but, thing about uh, that's different, in Destiny, you don't hear the people you're playing against or with. Not unless you're in the team chat. Which, like, if you're in team chat, you'll hear them. Yeah. But, so, but I mostly play with that, with that off. Or you're in an Xbox Live party with me. With you, yeah. And you only hear me. You don't right. hear no team. So, right? like, I've never, I, I had, I never had a chance to experience that. If the right. people on the other end were being toxic, I wouldn't even have known. Yeah. A lot of the community that I notice, it's, it's always when you go to like the forums and stuff. That's when people oh, that's really, also, yeah. that people really air their grievances out 
in those right. public areas like that as well. So if right. you don't go there, then then it's not a big deal. Yeah, I think that's healthy though. Like yeah. if you're upset about something. Yeah, I mean, it depends think, on how you say it. Yeah, the difference is yeah. being upset about something and being constructive versus just ranting like oh, cursing yeah. out spewing, the developers like, and saying garbage. fuck that guy last night who was in my game that was a piece of yeah. shit. And Here's whatever. his Xbox Live gamer tag. Rah, 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 you know, like. Well, that, that sounds like me when I'm playing live. Sure. <laughs> but you're not, like, harassing the, the person. Oh, no, no. You I'm, na- I'm never going to be that guy that sends no. somebody an Xbox Live message. Being message. like, yo, mom. Why, yo, why did you yo, beat bro. me with Harley Quinn? Uh, you know, yeah. Does that happen? Whatever. Oh, God. People send me messages all the time. <laughs> I'm just like... It's just the game, bro. I just ignore them. I'm yeah. like, that's cool. Um, but what have you been up to, Neo? You Who, been, me? Yeah, what have you been playing the last... Well, I'll Mr. give you two A-O-G. guesses what I've been doing. I'm going to so say it's been a while. Yeah. So you're definitely still playing PUBG. Oh, God, yes. Yes. I'm most definitely playing PUBG you still. And so how's it going for you? Dude, I've been getting so many good games this, this past week. Side note was uh, um, First Person View was not out last time we talked. It is. It is it's out. out now. But last time we talked, when you were just getting no. into it, it was still third person. It definitely wasn't. Right. Yeah. So have you been yeah. playing um, first person? They or released still it third? slowly. It's first they did duos and then single and and singles. And then they did squads later. So you have separate servers, third person and first person. It's only first. So person the, when you when you start a game, you can pick North American server, e- Eastern server, Asia right. server. You have all those choices. Then you have a choice of game mode: singles, duo, squad. Now you have singles, first person, duos, first person, squad, first person. So you can pick any one of those. So you have all those modes. Um, I have been playing both. Uh, first person mode is hard as fuck. It's okay. hard as because fuck. you can't see like around corners. Can't see and around stuff. corners. Right, you can't right. you can't look directly behind you when like running or anything because you can hold the alt key and then turn your whole camera oh, around. You have to turn the whole yeah. thing around because because yes. you can you can just pivot your neck in the third person. In third in third, you can do the same thing in first person, but you have a, a restricted range of motion now. Right. So it's a lot it's a lot trickier. But does it feel nice firing the gun in first? person? It does. It feels like. You're moving a little bit faster. Mm. I don't know if that's like on purpose, but like you do feel like you run faster, and yeah. the animations are great and everything. I feel like I talked about this before, but I, I mean, it's it's good. I'm not as good at first person as I am third person. Gotcha. When I play third person mode, I I feel like I'm playing Metal Gear. So mm. that that is just natural to me. Yeah, it's just yeah. natural to me. But um, no, it's really good. Uh, this past weekend, um, I also watched the. Uh, the Gamescom Invitational PUBG right. tournament. They invited people from like like you know big gaming groups. What do you what do you, what do you call them? Personalities. Not person like like competitive players. People in like the the Counter Strike scene. People gotcha. in like all the major competitive. I'm with you. Shooter scenes. Sure. Brought them in and they all did a singles, duos, squad games, and then they did it in first person mode. And it was nice. it was awesome because they had these. They were showing off also their new spectator features in the game, which are pretty cool. You can see the map, and and the, mo- the most interesting thing about it was because of the spectator feature, you can now see things like where everybody goes when they ju- jump out of the plane. Because before it was only like you, I would see me and my team, and we would pick, and then you would look around you, you could see other people following next to you. But other than that, like now you can see all players, all hundred players spread across the map, and then they would follow every player. I mean, the camera work was okay. They would. They would do some things like 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 a person was about to get into a fight and then they would like switch players uh, like to another group remote anyway. But you would see all kinds of cool stuff how nice. people played and the strategies that people used. Like oh, we're gonna go far away from the circle, gather everything up here, then shoot back in, right. or we'll go right for a vehicle first instead of buildings. Find a vehicle, then go to the high 
you know, loot areas mm-hmm. away from everyone else. Right. Um, so it was it was pretty cool to follow that. Um, I also have a picture I wanted to show you guys. That probably yeah. helps you though with like your own personal. Oh strategy, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I saw some. Th- I'm trying to remember what some things that I saw that I really liked, but I, I didn't. I didn't write them all down. I forgot. Well, I, I, since you're on the the topic, and we, we should might as well just bring it up now. There was also playable. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, these are the these are the trophies they hung out for. Uh, they handed out for the first person ones. They are uh, cast iron skillets. I love it. That are because that they, like a weapon you get in the game. It is. Well, they they, yeah, they call it the butt pan because yeah. you wear it on your back and it, it uh, actually defends you from bullets. Bullets will, will ricochet off of it. So uh, if someone's firing at your back and it hits the pan, it doesn't do. Yeah, you hear like a bing. Yeah. But it's funny because it's fantastic. it's a lot. It's a, I recognize it right away. It's a cast iron lodge skillet. Yeah. I have, I have one. I have I have one. So do I. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. I love it. It's my favorite. Yeah. Cast iron skills are the we best. We might have one of those. Uh, so there, <laughs> what I was about to bring up yeah. is that uh, there was also playable versions of the Xbox One release at Gamescom, uh, at Gamescom mm-hmm. for PUBG. Uh, I read a review about it. Nothing but good things to say. They obviously said that there are some uh, hiccups yeah. with it, but there's also hiccups with the release on PC. I mean, the yeah. game's still oh, early it's still... access. Got issues, um, yeah. But they said it scaled well. Obviously, you know, you're doing 1080p, 30 frames per second, or 60 frames per second. No, it's running 60 frames per second on the Xbox One. I heard the, uh, the 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 view distance is cut back a little bit. It is. You don't yeah. see as much. But overall, they said the game worked well, which is That's really exciting, exciting for you guys. Um, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so no idea on release date oh, okay. yet. Yeah. Uh, we're assuming their original it was 2017. Was, yeah, their original target was end of the year, which would be this holiday to get it. I think in early access, and then full release will be in 2018. Because mm-hmm. I think they're trying to get it onto console ASAP because they want to ride how popular this is. Yeah, they, most recently this is a, this, this, this past Steam this toppled Valve's games. Recently, it was, first it was time short ever. lived. First time ever, it, it, did. it beat concurrent uh, users it beat at Dota, Dota too, yeah. which is like incredible. Mm-hmm. So they need to ride this out. There's probably a ton of pressure for them to get this to console as quickly as possible. It will never surpass PC players in any capacity, but to get more people onto the game and talking about it, they'll want it on console as soon as possible. I'll probably get it, um, and I'll Hell get it yeah. for console. You know, I definitely will. Definitely um, getting it on the Xbox. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they no also uh, for me not to. They also showed off one of the new maps, which is cool. Nice. The desert map. It's uh, instead of eight by eight kilometers. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know the size. It's that's what the original map is. It's, it's like eight by eight. it's eight by eight. This one's four by four. A little bit so smaller. It's a little smaller. I don't know about the player count on the map because maybe they'll cut it to seventy-five or fifty because right. of the size, or keep it at a hundred. Who knows? Make it crazy. Be crazy. Yeah. But there are more buildings. It's more desert-oriented map. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty pretty cool looking. Nice. Um. Also, well, before I get off PUBG, I think I had... Yeah, here it is. I'll show it to you. There you go. Oh, that's a picture that's of it. Looks nice. Like, yeah. Jesus. A lot of buildings. A lot of buildings. A lot that's of cover. Like, yeah, that's like downtown uh, Cabell. Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. Um, yeah, uh, and that's PUBG, man. I, I can't... Cabal? Is that what you're... Is that what I don't I'm, know what I just said. <laughs> I was looking at him for confirmation, I'm really, but I'm, I'm not, not really sure. even sure what I just said. I uh, but besides PUBG, what else have you been up to? Yeah, uh, I played and finished uh, Uncharted. Played Lost. and finished? Yeah, it, I started it Sunday and then finished it yesterday, which was... Okay, which was Monday. No so spoilers. I, no spoilers. I will so not spoil it. you did it in about, like, 24 to 36 hours. No, well, I played... I didn't play the whole day. Like right, but but it took you right. But what I'm saying, within 24 hours, you started hours. playing it on Sunday yes. and you finished it Monday. Very short. So 24 hours. Um, some some non-spoilerly things about it. It's really good. 
it's a fun game. Cool. Um, it Does is. I have a crushing mode. Oh shit! Well, can you? Is it on, was it unlocked right away? I just played it on normal. I just wanted to experience the game. I didn't. Oh, even, I didn't want to get hung up on any. I might have bullshit. to play it on normal if you have to unlock crushing mode. Uh, Normally, crushing mode's available. And brutal it, mode is the one was. that you have to unlock. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was available. Yeah. You have to be crushing mode to unlock brutal mode. So yeah. you would recommend it to any Uncharted fan? Yeah, um, it's definitely shorter than Uncharted Four easily. Um, I want to say I beat it in like six hours, six seven hours. But like I just like just like play. Yeah, I didn't, didn't fuck around. Right. You yeah. just went through each. Um, the game starts out in like an open world setting, and then it then as soon as you get past the open world setting, it, it funnels you into like. You know the rest of the linear out linear part of the game. Right. Um, it focuses on Chloe and Nadine, mm-hmm. so it was good to see Chloe back because you, you don't you didn't see her in Uncharted Four really mm-hmm. at all. I, I love Nadine is, and Nadine's I love great. Her accent, the South African accent. Yeah, I was about to so say like sexy. She she has she had a lot of uh, <laughs> not even kidding. That her vernacular woman. was awesome. Yeah, she she I mean it's she's talks a lot in this. You hear her talk a right. lot because also yeah, that's a great accent. They have um like they they do this like whole relationship dynamic with Nadine and Chloe. It's oh, really good. Out? No. All right, cool. But <laughs> as for no spoilers, what if they were? That would be a spoiler. That would that would a be a spoiler. Yeah, don't tell me. But you this just did. <laughs> <laughs> so shorter, good story shorter. overall. Good story. Um. Uh, it all t- and it all takes place in one location, so you don't feel like like in the other Uncharted games they go from like Malaysia to all over the place. They, they go, yeah. they freaking go everywhere. Um, it's it's really fun. Uh, I mean, it's just more Uncharted, right. and I same, really same gameplay. It's be- and it's beautiful. Does it I, have a multiplayer? It does, but I think it's the same as Uncharted Four. Probably, I believe. I believe take, it just, took all the assets. And I, just, like, I believe it just connects you to the Uncharted Four multiplayer servers. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's only a forty dollar game. I think it was just DLC, and they just decided to repackage it. Right. They well, because what happened was they were game. like, "This was going to be DLC, and anyone who bought the Uncharted season pass or whatever, yeah. they just got it because I think the season pass was like twenty or thirty dollars, and they just gave it to any ad- early adopters of that. But forty dollars retail release. Gotcha. Um, and they said when they were developing it, they're like, "Wow, this is um, getting much bigger than we thought it was going to be. Bigger than like um, what was the expansion in?" Uh, Last of Us, uh, left, uh, behind. left behind, left behind. So it's it's like much more, it's bigger than that, right? Um, and Which that so, was about like three hours, right? Mm-hmm. So this is Roughly. this is, I want to say a little bit, a tiny bit shorter than Uncharted One. That's all it mm. is. So okay, it's a full game, but it does feel like they kind of just like drop you into like what's going on with them, right. and then it just you know just ends. it just feels like you're like playing the middle of an Uncharted game. Gotcha. It's like. Nice, you know, well, but it's, it's cool. Sixty. No, yeah. I think I think this is like even with like Hellblade and like all these like AAA feeling games coming yeah. out at a lower price has been pretty pretty great. That's awesome. Speaking of, that's yeah. what I could use the fifteen dollars on Hellblade. There you go. Por- portion of it's going to Hellblade. Yeah, that's I want to get that thirty dollars. I've heard. I like. I you should, listen, you should I, listen to our episode. Yeah. I I've, I talk to Snacks a lot about it. Did you finish it? Did he finish it? No, he's still playing. He has to finish it by next week because Destiny 2 is out and no, he's fact. never going to play anything ever again oh, besides that. Um, <laughs> that game sounds like it's something that I would love to play. So that will probably be something that I pick up for, for PlayStation eventually. Um, because, when we talked about it, we specifically mentioned you because it has a lot of Viking Norse influence. Which is literally all I questioned him about was how much, and he's like, a lot. I mean, it's like, it's, okay, it's, it's pretty much You're all gonna about it. You're going to have to play it, yeah. dude. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's... I we mean, mentioned that on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, not to like get into like what we talked about last time, but like it's really an amazing experience to right. just it, every every way that they made this game because they use they use I forgot what the, the technique is, but they they use like a dual microphone system, binaural, binaural recording system. Thank you to record all the sound mm-hmm. that you experience in the game. So, right. so it's like. Like we record this in Logic. Yeah. Remember how I was experimenting with binaural record, uh, bi- a bi- binaural pattern. Mm. Basically, I was making it so that like it, you and I were all talking. It sa- it literally sounded like we were talking around a table. Correct. So like the, yeah, so yeah, yeah. listener would be like right when there. somebody's listening, you'll hear lock behind. I would be behind, behind you. you. Would be to yeah, my left, the right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you. I had set that up a couple times with our own show, but like you basically said to me, like you were like. We're we're only listening in a left and right channel. You, you, you said you were in your car, right? And you weren't hearing it like it. It was only coming out of the front two speakers or something. Correct. So, so if you had like a surround, sound, you had a surround sound, sound system in your car, right? Where you get the speakers all around, or you're listening in your living room. Our audience could benefit from that, but yeah. there is no benefit from the average listener on an right. iPhone or, mm-hmm. or right. whatever. So. Yeah, the game the game is beautifully produced. Uh, the main actress in the game is. Amazing! Mm. Uh, you buy the performance, and you are absolutely invested in the story that is unfolding before you, and it's it. it's gorgeous. The game, the whole game is gorgeous for for the t- what twenty man production staff that they they use at Team Ninja. It was amazing, right? Um, so definitely play it. I love it. Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, yeah. So other than that, Felix, Felix time. I'll be real brief. Uh, I don't have sure. a lot to talk about. I'll be um, boxers. I just wanted to give a shout out immediately to uh, uh, Bearded Gang Gaming or Beard Gang Gaming. I joined them. I'm now on three Twitter slash Twitch slash Mixer stream communities, which is pretty cool. I wanted to talk, I'm, I'm I wanted maxing, to talk to I'm maxing myself this. out now. <laughs> I can't go further. I, I, it's it's a side note. I've been, and we don't have to talk about it right now. But you just reminded me. I'm thinking that you're at a point. Where it may be more beneficial to ditch mixer. To ditch mixer. Oh, how did I know you were going to say that? A lot of people have said that. Because I think while you are getting follows, don't get me wrong, you are now at a point where, uh, thanks to Team MC, thanks to She Snaps, and all these uh, other communities, that you're you're getting a even more loyal following on Twitch. And Twitch affiliates now versus Twitch affiliates from three months ago may make more sense. Right. We can talk more offline, but I wanted you just jogged my memory because we were talking. I figured about that it, was so. going to come up from you, but, from a lot of people, and definitely. I still, you know, there are some dedicated people. In other words, I'm getting a lot of follows from Twitch. Right, but viewership is still consistent with the you know. It, well, we can talk more about it. We don't have no. To what I was going to say is it basically translates out to whatever amount of follows you have, you generally get one percent back. Sure. Right now, I get one percent back. So one percent for me right now would be about fourteen people, you know, watching steadily. Right. On top of that, I have the set guys who come in all the time, who are right. always there. You know, shout out to like Kyle and yeah, you know Artemis and like all these guys that come in on a regular basis that I actually stream games with. Right. So they're always in there, and they're taking the number that that one percent higher. Yeah. Pushing me over twenty on average when I'm when I'm doing it. 
problem with dropping Mixer entirely is those core guys, mostly Mixer. Those core guys watch through Mixer. Can you encourage them to join you at Twitch? That, that's the thing. I don't think I'm at the point where I can convince them to jump ship on what... Because it's not big enough, like, or something. I don't know. If you're... We can talk more about I mean, this, both are my, open, I mean, both my, are open my, platforms. My, it's a, my it's thing a TV is, show. If Game of Thrones moves to Showtime... You're going to fucking buy you're, Showtime. You're going to go it. to fucking if you're, Showtime. If you're saying to the... To, and I agree with you. You have, like, I've been in your morning streams. You have a bunch of people that are always there. Every time that I'm tuning in there, they're there. Meaning, they're coming to you to watch it. As a TV show, you would wake up or stay up late to watch it. If you say, you know what, guys, like, I'm really trying to put everything into Twitch at this point. I want to be a part of the affiliate program. I want to try and get partnered on Twitch. This is where I see it, whatever. They will come to Twitch. Like, instead of typing in Mixer.com, they'll type in Twitch and just watch you there. It's not (laughs) end work for them. You know, like, food for thought. Doesn't mean you have to do it tomorrow. It's good food for thought. Doesn't mean I have to do it tomorrow. And you can gauge it. The next fucking time you stream, yeah. say, hey, guys, I know you're watching me on Mixer. I'm thinking about doing this. What are your thoughts? Would you load up Twitch instead of Mixer? And they're like, uh, yeah, dude, I'll just fucking hit command. The one, the one thing that's you're like, all right, cool, and it's fine. Well, you know? Besides being able to get bits and being able to do all that, the one thing that's, that's already pretty much kind of set up is the ability to do economy-based stuff. Yeah. You know, economizing your, strip, uh, your stream with, like, Giveaways and like sure. that kind of stuff. Tipping is much tip. Well, not just tipping. I'm talking about like so you can give back to the community. There are yeah, yeah, yeah. apps and various different uh, things that you can install in your OBS that are sure. already established that kind of do all that work for you. And the biggest problem with Mixer is that stuff is not that established exists. yet. Yeah. It doesn't exist. And or a lot of times I have to consider uh, finding one that does both, and that's a rare. Thing. I'm gonna need your help because I do want to get my my Twitch situation a little bit, you know, more established. Since yeah, I, I have I'd, been. I'd streaming. gladly come over and help you. Yeah, and I can because there's have, a lot that I've figured out. Since I have screen, he taught me most. Of I have it. screenshots and stuff of things to set up. And oh, I have, cool! Like plugins that you can download and use. I he also that, created so. a pretty good starter um, overlay. That, that I, I have. That I have an use. overlay that you can just type in your. It, it would look like mine, but if you don't care and you just want it there. Well, I do. Um, I do have an overlay that oh, I good. use um, that does work pretty well. It shows like the recent follower and yeah, like, yeah. And, like, I don't have all of that my stuff. information just, and stuff. Yeah. But no, I, I think like it, the other thing is like I would give you my free Twitch Prime sub if you were an affiliate. Like I would subscribe to you. I'd be your first subscriber. Oh, like because like I don't like. I've been subscribing to a, a streamer that I really like for the. Past I just found seven out months, that you like, can you can make money on those. I you thought, don't make a ton, but no. You but I I just I just heard that the free Prime subscriptions, um, if you're an affiliate, you actually make money on that. I yeah. didn't realize that, so I've been giving mine out to She Snaps a few times, Wildy yeah. Bear. Currently, this month I'm doing Wildy Bear for mine. Right. So it's it's it's. But I think like you're at a point where like a few months ago, and I don't want to keep going down this rabbit hole because right. it could be an offline conversation but like a few months ago like you didn't have those people in your stream yet uh-huh. you had maybe one two people but now you have like you know you're well integrated with team epsi with wildy Bear yeah i want to give like a that. huge so like, shout out to she snaps i don't know if she's even listening to this but there could be people from the pizza party community or yeah. snap pack the other day they raided my stream and she brought an army 
she literally brought like 250 plus people who came into my stream and I got close to 300 follows in one stream. I'm now, I just tipped over 1,400 follows on Twitch. It's crazy. Damn. Uh, Yeah. I mean, for me, that's like huge. I I mean, those 300 followers are like, at that time was like a third of your total follow count. Yeah. So you like. I looked over and I saw that I had 80 viewers. Like at one point, eighty-five viewers, I think it was, and I went, "Holy shit!" Somebody said it was higher than that when it started. It was yeah. like up to like. So, like, I, I think, I think in those instances now, like with the progression that you're seeing and in your integration into those communities, it makes more sense. When you were getting started, just starting, like, as you were talking about doing the Twitch affiliates, like a few weeks or months after just getting into your routine, and at that point, you were limiting yourself by only doing Twitch, yeah, you know. And yeah. I think at this point, and, and I had that huge bump with with mixer where a shit ton of people came in that one day right and but that never came back right like literally i'm getting a mixer file follow every now and then like right. every couple of streams i get a mixer and file. like you took a gamble it was a worthwhile gamble you know you didn't know how mixer was going to pay off but i don't think the platform is going to expand not at a pace in which you're expanding on twitch i know i you agree because it like when i think to like where am i going to go watch games like I know about Mixer and I still don't even think about it. Yeah. Like, I just, I, like, when I go, like, on a lunch break and I'm like, hey, I want to watch some Overwatch, I don't go, hmm, Mixer, let's see who's, like, I don't. I go to Twitch, you know? So it's just, like, I think it's just, like, it's like if someone was trying to compete with Netflix right now. Like, you're going to go to Netflix. (laughs) You know, you may be able over time to build up. I think Hulu and Amazon are now diversifying the landscape now, though. They are, but look, okay. How long did it take Amazon to get originals that were actually worth it? A while. Yeah. So who, it does not to say that you can't go back to Mixer eventually. No. That's but like but like anyway, what else have you been up to? You wanted to thank Beard Gang, Beard and fucking I, whatever. Uh, beard, name? beard Gang Gaming. Beard Gang Gaming. Shout, right. shout out to Beard Gang ga- Gaming, specifically Heathen Gamer, because he, he really brought me into that community, introduced me to people. You do got I'm, a beard. I'm in there just, yeah, I got a huge fucking beard. Yeah, nice. You belong. Um, but anyway... Diablo 3. I want to thank you, Locke, for convincing me to buy Diablo 3. I feel so awful. <laughs> and then go play Path and of Exile. canning it by uh, buying Path of Exile. I feel so You didn't bad. even buy well, it. You just, just downloaded download it. it for free. <laughs> what I'm going to do is download Path of Exile now for free and start playing But that. I could still come over and do our couch co-op for Diablo. Like That hasn't gone away. Right, it's still that's a true. Game, still a good game for us to do together. I still want to do the couch co-op. Um, but I, I want to thank you because I got into it. I didn't even I'm put that real- together. Because <laughs> he got Diablo. I, I went, yeah, I went up. I went up to him. I was like, so "I've been playing Path of Exile." He goes, "Yeah, you haven't been playing Diablo three, have you?" I was like, "No, no, I haven't." It's right. It was like I, I had some Path uh, of Exile. I had a gift card. Game. No, I, I I bought Diablo three with okay. a gift card. Good. So I had a gift card. I bought it. I'm good. I'm happy. You really have people from the super... community, other communities that you've been playing with. Right? Yes. So too nasty. He's a guy who comes to my stream all the time. Too nasty. He loves Diablo three. He's good. a Diablo three streamer. He and I have been playing Diablo 3. And so does uh, Joe, Artemis. Yeah, he, nice. he plays it all the time, too. So we're going to continue playing Diablo 3, doing streams with that. I did say to them, though, that the minute Destiny 2 comes out, you're not going to see me playing a single other multiplayer game. If you want to play multiplayer with me, you have to be playing Destiny 2. Right. There's no Battlefield 1. I'm going to lose all of you guys to Destiny, aren't I? Yeah. Destiny, you're going to be gone. In terms of multiplayer, that's pretty much the game, the only multiplayer game I'm going to play. But with, with what people are reporting, it's going to be a good. pretty yeah. massive single player game, too. 
Like right now, yeah. apparently there is more content in base Destiny Two than there were in all of Destiny Year One. That's great. The total mission count and strike count for Destiny Two is about thirty pieces of content more than all of Destiny One. Well, you guys know something. I have it pre-ordered on, on PS4. On PS4, yeah. That's good. Did you do it through digital content or through GameStop? I went to GameStop so I can get the code. So you can cancel it. So if you wanted to cancel it, you could. Yeah. I'm honestly Um, thinking about just pre-ordering. PC version comes way later. A month. Right? Yeah, like a month and a half almost. I I, I mean... I'll be max light level by then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking of just pre-ordering them both. I'm just getting them both now. You were just telling me that you couldn't do that. Technically, I can. Technically. But I'm going, I'm, you know. I'm Listen, gonna. if the, like, he's going to be playing it on PlayStation, right? So, uh, he might not. I'm like, I'm like thinking about it. I don't know. It's not, I'm, I'm is telling it instantly you, I coming out for PC? No, it's a month later. But everyone, I'm telling you this is what's going to happen. Regardless of what Trip says. If I get it on I PS, know what PS4, Trip, Trip I'm not going to play it on if PC. If you're listening, I know what you said that you're going to play it on both. Bullshit. Because you said you were going to play it on Xbox and PlayStation and you didn't. You played it on PlayStation. Destiny 1, played it a few times on Xbox, and it is extremely difficult to juggle multiple platforms. It is. You are going to play it on PC and go back to PS4 and be like, what the fuck is this shit, and go back to to playing it on PC. My problem is, is if I invest my time on the PS4 version, then I'm not going to want to play the PC version. A month and a half is nothing. Like, you can recoup a month and a half on PC. But then I'm, I'm going to abandon a platform. Like of course it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. So you should probably just return your pre-order for PlayStation and just fucking wait. I think I think you're right. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm like I really want to play with you guys, but like I'm not getting it on PlayStation. I know. That just that discussion in our group that today made it so that I am not getting it on PlayStation because <laughs> I will not waste the money. I'm not. And I don't want because, to either. And, and, I don't want to buy I don't want to buy two right, copies and, either. And I don't I don't blame you for saying, "Hey, like it's going to be a better experience on PC because I think overall it's going to be for everything that we found out about the beta. I'm so, was there anything else you wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, because we are like jumping in. Because we're about now. to go into a news point, and I just want to make sure. The was only else? other thing is, I've been playing an awful lot of Starfire. I, well, no I don't need to talk Starfire. Injustice two character. Injustice two character. Got it. Okay. It doesn't really matter. Um, I, Check I, your stream out to see it and get in action. I, I've just been playing. She's a really good character. She's super OP. But super OP on both sides. Like, I, I no one can beat me when I play her. Although I actually did lose the other day. But it's all I fun. rarely lose with Starfire. Nice, good. But Fire I also character. rarely beat someone who's playing, playing Starfire. Starfire. Gotcha. So it's like it kind of like evens itself out. But I've been loving that game, and I just you know I'm excited about the announcement that they're coming out with Hellboy. Nice. Yeah, Hellboy is going to very be, cool. Uh, on Very Justice cool. 2. And, and so Black Man is coming too. Black, oh my god, his gameplay looks amazing. It looks like his moves are hard as shit though. Nice. But it looks really good, Black Man is. Cool. And then the third one is Raiden. Yep. But yeah. classic Mortal Kombat, whatever, who gives yeah. a shit. Yeah, yawn. That's it. Um, that's all I've been playing. A lot of cool. Diablo 2. Obviously I'm still doing Rise of the Tomb Raider and right. Shadow of Mortar. Uh, forced me to watch the all the Lord of the Rings movies chronologically. <sighs> Did you watch the extended cuts? This is what I'm watching. All the extended cuts chronologically. Good, because the extended cuts are fucking boss. They are. Yeah. The non-extended cuts can eat a dick now. Well, I, I am, <laughs> I'm about ready to finish the Battle of Five Armies. I'm about 10 minutes, 15 minutes Got left it. in the, the uh, Hobbit Battle of Five. I don't Al- have any how's problem. How's Alfred doing? I, I don't how's really Alfred? care about that character. I know, I'm, Nobody does, but he's in it for half the movie. 
Doesn't matter. He's, <laughs> Doesn't not matter. In it. He's not in it for half the movie when you watch the extended cut, because it's long oh, as shit. There's an extended Battle of Five Armies? There's an extended cut for every one of these movies. I bought all six of them. Oh, shit. Um, so I, well, and they're all three I'm not going hour. back to The Hobbit. They're all three hour Fuck plus Hobbit, long. Dude. But the one thing I did want to say, I, f- I found out going on numerous websites that um, Shadow of Mordor cannot, it's not possible for Shadow of Mordor to be canon. No. Right. It, because they broke Lord of the Rings rules. They broke rules laid out by Tolkien. Oh, any any in, Tolkien fan is, will tell you that no, that, that in, game's in the not actual, even close. There's a there's a thing called the Cimmerillion. Yep, Cimmerillion. Cimmerillion. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a book. The, which, which are rules laid yeah. out of, for the Tolkien it's, universe. It's the history of the world and all the yeah. all the it's, deities and everything. It's yeah. very hard to read. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I'll just be real brief. The reason why this game cannot absolutely cannot uh, ex- really exist as being part of that world is because there's this thing called the hall of Mandos and the hall of Mandos is the place that elves and men go when they die. Yeah. That's where you see um, Frodo go at the end of, uh, the right. So the, the, the world Lord of, of Lord of the Rings has no real concept of restless spirits. Like necromancy. N- no. When you die, you go to the hall of Mandos. Gotcha. So there's no, there's no real, um, concept of a wraith mm. like an, a restless spirit that can't get to the Paul of Mandos and this is a rule that's explicitly laid out in Tolkien's lore um, so the game completely did, did, like it's almost like the people who developed it did not read this this book they probably and did. they should have because they would know that they were breaking the one I got a short answer for you Go they ahead. didn't care they didn't yes. care they didn't yeah, care that was not important um, when making the game but the, the wraith the concept of the wraith existing in this world is completely contradictory any token true token fan you. would look at this and go you don't even understand you just completely broke a rule this yeah. this creature doesn't exist in this world so right. it was i thought that was pretty interesting nice yeah um cool so Rewind back to Destiny Two on PC for a second. Oh yeah, um, Destiny Two on PC has is out on beta now, mm-hmm. so you can go check it out. Um, all I, will, your, I will tonight. All of your favorite PC streamers are playing it. I promise you that because I saw them all playing it. Um, players that have been playing exclusively PUBG, players that have been playing other types of games, even your Destiny streamers have have now have PC rigs to play them. Uh, and nothing but glowing positive reviews about it thus far. Content pretty much the same. But all of the added features of playing it on PC are what is uh, everyone's raving about. So they've added um, one extra map for for uh, multiplayer. For multiplayer, yeah. Yep. And uh, is that going to be a PC exclusive map? No, 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 it's just, for, just the for the beta. So I read this same article that you just pulled up uh, last night, laying in bed, Neo, and uh, it's it's titled "I played Destiny 2 on PC and I regret every second of it." And when I saw the headline, I thought it was going to talk about how much of a steaming pile of garbage it was. Mm-hmm. Bad, was like it was going to be like a bad port, and right? Because like, like, I I yeah. read this before watching streams of it, and then he talks about how he is a PS4 player. And he doesn't imagine himself going back to console to playing anymore because of how good this game is. And 
on PC, that it's not a port, that it's built from the ground up for PC, and it plays that way with the frames per second, field extended of view. field of view, mm-hmm. all of these different things, the 1440p, all of these... Four, you can play to 4K, it scales perfectly. All yeah. of this, the way that it controls, the way that it feels, all of that is amazing. And he said after playing it and thinking about his experience on PlayStation, he doesn't know how he will be able to play it. And he feels like he's going to be able to have to ditch the console of it. And that has, for the most part, been every review that I have read is that this game is going to be incredible on PC, and I have no doubts about it. Now, when when places like Boy Genius Report say that, I believe them. Generally, I would believe any anyone yeah. who says this PC version is imme- like immensely better than the console. They version. have no problem saying that it's right. a hot pile of garbage. No, they wouldn't. And and that leads. Is just reinforcing my. What are they called? Boy Genius. Boy Report. Genius Report. BGR. That's pretty awesome. They're they're like a tech blog. Yeah, that's cool. Not, they're not a gaming. gaming. They're in, they're in, I follow them in Apple News, which I just you, that's what I, you also did. Have you as well, what, which what's your guy's name? Luke Lafreniere. Luke Lafreniere is he works for Linus Tech Group. Yeah. Which they're just a YouTube channel that do uh, PC perpetuals and yeah. I watched him tech for stuff. Like, I don't know, probably about 15 minutes playing it. Destiny? But, yeah. Oh, PC, cool, yeah. cool. And uh, so that that lends to my point, going back to Trip for a second. Trip has said that he's going to play it on both. When you have a game that... But he's a graphics whore. He's like a whore for graphics. That's what I'm saying. I understand thing. that he's going to say now that he's going to play it on both. Trip, I love you, but you're not. Uh, you're going <laughs> to We'll see, I guess. You're going to play it on PlayStation for a month. You're going to play it on PC. And then one day someone's going to be like, oh, let's go raid. And you're going to go back and raid. And you're going to play with the controller. It's going to be a 30 frames per second. It's going to be a 1080p. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? And then you're going to go back to PC. And you're never going to go back again. Don't worry, Trip. I'll be there um, for you. So I think... Waiting. I think it's fine going back to this that you go and you say, you know what? I'm going to cancel my pre-order for PlayStation. I still want to play the game, mm-hmm. but I think everything that's being told to me is I just get it on PC. Therefore, you should cancel your pre-order for PlayStation. I'm doing it right now. And you should play for <laughs> Xbox. Oh, I'm no. Doing, I'm doing it live here Trip. on the podcast. Trip has, won't be able to know this. Because I know, because I know you're not going to get it for PC, nor will my gaming rig, when it's finished, be able to take... The capabilities of this. You're saying that, but it scales perfectly. But you'll you'll get beautiful. Your 1080p graphics on PC will be more beautiful than the Xbox One 1080p graphics. It's going to be better. It's going to be a higher frame rate. It's going to look way smoother. I just want to let you know. This is. I'm going to go back. That I'll return Destiny if you all go to the PC. (laughs) I'm going to fucking. I will on Twitch stream break the disc. Here's here's (laughs) Here's the bottom line. More and more things, and this is just a side note, more and more things are happening in my life. Things are breaking at the house. Things are happening in my life that the PC build is moving further and further away into the future. It's really sad. I know. Uh, Like my hot water heater broke the other day. That was Uh, $1,400. God damn. That's my PC build. So see you later. (laughs) What do you get? The Um, standard edition? Uh, is that what I, I bought, get? I bought the expansion. You don't need to buy the expansion. What's the expansion? You just buy that and all the DLC. It it costs like 90 bucks. Oh, uh, yeah, it was... It now much should I do that? Can't afford that. My, my fucking heart. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, but you don't have to do that right now. You save, you end up saving like 10 bucks, and I was like, I'm, of course I'm going to buy the DLC. I fucking bought every piece of DLC for the other game. Yeah, I know. Anyway. I mean, this is one of those games where like you already know um, you're going to play it. So, yeah, I think the, the synopsis of this news point, because now we're rambling a little bit, is that the game looks and is being reviewed in nothing but positive light, and I am extremely happy for Bungie. This is a big step for them to be on PC, and 
it shows that they said they didn't want to simply make a port, but they wanted to make the game its own from the ground up. And they were able to do that. And uh, I think it's, I think they deserve the praise. I really do. Um, so, good. You're going to switch over to the box. The guys on the yeah, box are going to be excited. I'll man. do it for you. Oh, my God. They're going to be excited, dude. Splitting up the EG podcast. That's fine. We're going to be able to talk about all the different. Doesn't mean I won't go back and buy it on the PlayStation eventually. So, sure. what else we got for news? So, the next part I wanted to talk about was the Half Life Three. Yeah, pseudo. This was crazy. Pseudo leak type thing that happened. You want to talk about it a little bit more, Neo? Yeah. So this is. I mean, anyone on the internet knows the meme. Freaking Half Life Three. When's it coming out? You know, is it confirmed or not? Yeah. Explain this to me because I didn't understand. So what the lead, happened. the lead writer releases on GitHub, which is just, you post, like, software. You can open source software there that people are developing and stuff. Uh, his name is um, Mark Laidlaw, head, former head writer of uh, 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 for Valve. Mm-hmm. He did Portal. He did Portal 2. He did all, Half-Life. He's he's the guy. He's the guy. Um, he wrote this, this nice thing in GitHub, which is essentially, I, I actually haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet either. I, and, like, I'm, I've been, like... If it's story, I'm not spoiling the shit out of it. Well, but here's, here's the thing. Yeah, he's getting to the news point now. Here's the thing. The game's never happening. People people have come out over the years, like anonymous Valve former employees saying, the way Valve is structured, the way the company works is, it's it's they call it the floating desk work environment, mm. which essentially that means, oh, do you want to work on this project over here? Well, slide your desk right over, and now you're on this project. Like, like it's a hands-off approach to, to their company. They're... Steam pretty much does all the work for them. They right. they make all their money off Steam. So no one and and the fact is that Half Life Three over the t- over time has grown into such a big meme and such a big like is it happening? People want this, but at this point, do you even want it? Yeah, it's ten years plus since Half Life right. Two Episode Three has been out. Like anything that they release will never live up to the expectations. So they decided it's not happening. They're not gonna they're not gonna make the game. Um, so the writer has recently left, he's, and the moment he, his NDA expired, he posted the synopsis of Half-Life Episode 3. Episode 3 means the third game? Yes. Because yes. they're technically episodes. That's yeah. what call them But what episodes. he did was he changed all the character names to uh, non-character names, apparently, which I was reading in the article. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that this is solely fan fiction. This is not actually real, but obviously it's real. Yeah, but he's he's claiming it's, it's implied. It's, he's he's claiming that it's just fan fiction, and he changed some of the main character names so they're not actually the actual character names in the story. Well, but is he, is he doing this because he's pissed that they're never going to make no, it? No, I don't think it's I don't think it's no. out of spite or anything like that. I think it's fan service. I think it's like this is this is like closure for people who want want this game to come, but will never get it because mm-hmm. Valve's current. Will, currently will not do it. Valve will only put out games usually if they have something exciting to show. And I think at this point they're they're not in the game development game anymore, so to speak. They're they're supporting Dota. They're supporting Team Fortress still. Counter Strike Go. Uh, these are these are all service pl- platform services that they're invested in. Um, and now they announced their card game, their Dota card game. Which I don't, I don't think anyone cares about. Another fucking card game. Another huh? fucking card game. This is. I don't even care. Blizzard, right here, Blizzard, right now. Dude, listen, Blizzard crushed it, and now look. Like yeah, what he's doing. yeah, and now Gwent is coming, and like all these, they're great games. So fine, whatever. If you no, like, I played the beta of the Gwent. Sure, I mean, like, shit. listen, there's a card game out there for everyone <laughs> now of all varieties. Yes, and Skyrim. mark my words, two, one, maybe two years from now, 
you're going to start seeing Ubisoft and 2K, and you're going to see the PUBG equivalent of all of these companies coming out because it's what's hot, and they, they're going to follow the money. So you're going to see, just saying. I agree. You're, you're going to see this all within a year or two years. Well, don't you, didn't we see that with GTA? We did. Good segue. Well, that... There you go, guys. What go up, go out there. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Go I tried, I tried to the, lead him, but I kind of. You did. Off. No, you're <laughs> fine. You're good. You're good. So you can cut him off whenever I get fucking my hands. Well, because he like read the doc. <laughs> here, here we work, go, man. Here we go. <laughs> so that's it. Half Life Three is done. Let this be closure for all of you people Read out there, including myself. Yeah. I, I will eventually do it. I, I'm going away this Labor Day weekend, so I think I'm going to read it poolside. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. So that's a I'll, good idea. I'll be sufficiently drunk enough to not cry to like, and you know deal with or it or deal sure. with it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shan't be reading this. Yeah, you have no idea. You, yeah, you have no point of reference. Yeah. It's okay. You, you would it's never okay. go back and play Half Life because you look at it like, what the fuck is this polygonal bullshit? Yeah. So you'll oh, never. I think play it, it still kind of looks good. He'll ne- him. This guy can't play something from the Xbox 360. He's no, I, pl- I played Half Life. When. Uh, I bought that orange box. Oh, yeah, it's Half Life Two. It's Half Life Two. I played Half Life Two. The okay. port—it was a god awful port. Oh on yeah, Xbox. orange box fucking sucked. It's, I mean, you played on Team Fortress Two is a hot pile of garbage on Xbox. I got it on PS3. Remember one of our earlier yeah. episodes, I talked about how I got lost in Half Life Two and wasted like two hours of like game. Oh yeah, just running up the beach. Yeah, I, I, on the beach part. <laughs> the game doesn't I, hold your hand. It doesn't. There's right. no waypoint. So it didn't tell so. me. It didn't tell me shit. So I ended yeah. up running. Dodging these monsters for like two hours, and like I got the, to the, the end. Lions or whatever. No, I got to the end, and there was this person at a gate, and the person was like, "Oh, you can't go through this gate without that car." And I went, "What the fuck?" You- <laughs> the car that was all the way back down the fucking beach. You ran the beach, and I had to fucking go back through the monsters to get to this fucking car. Oh. I had no idea. I'll never forget. That. I used to make it a point before, like I. Got like my PC and stuff, like to like go back and play that like every year. Yeah. Just go back and just enjoy the experience of Half Life Two. That's good, something man. I used to do. It's good. But um, anyway, to jump into GTA Online, they're getting a PUBG style mode oh, in God. DLC. It's called Smuggler's Run. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. Um, so pretty much, it adds. Uh, they pretty much drop people into different parts of the map, and they they close it off slowly. To be, to be honest with you, GTA Online already is like PUBG, and I would argue in, that in a, PUBG in a was inspired form. partially by uh, GTA. I would not go that far. It is. I, would, I wouldn't say it's inspired. No. By. No? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. GTA is supposed to be a living, breathing world. That you would live right. online in because you have money to spend. You you buy penthouses. You no, but I'm talking. I'm cars. talking about all the things, all the timed based. Uh, in the past year, they've been coming out with a lot of timed based. You got to get to this point and accomplish this thing while everyone on the map knows about that, and you're all going to oh, the same point. Yeah, I know what you're talking that kind of shit. I wouldn't compare that to to the idea that is you know battlegrounds. Um, no, I mean it's definitely not exactly like it. But you know, it, and here's the other thing: they both started the, day, the Daisy mod started before GTA Online, yeah, and even before that oh, was yeah. Arma, which was just a military simulator, not even like a shooter like Battlefield. So I, I, I don't disagree that like it, it might make more sense in the GTA world to do this than like a random other game to to implement this into mm-hmm. their already existing world. Look, Division but, already almost had that game mode. They did the survival, they the, the game, survival mode, game mode, which was is very similar, but, but it's, it's not quite the same thing. And it's also tailored to that game; like mm-hmm. it makes sense in that world, which right. is cool. 
Yeah. Right? Like they put the blizzard and it just makes and crafting sense. and the surf right. and you're gonna get yeah. cold, you gotta eat. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very uh, Smuggler's Run is also a callback to an early Rockstar game called Smuggler's Run. Oh that's clever. Oh I didn't even put it together. Yeah. I didn't know that. It was just a, a, a game where you it's a driving game. Right. But when you you would pick up a package on a, a board smuggler. A board would be driving somewhere as a yeah. smuggler. Now is this a just an update? Is this a piece of DLC it's that a, I have it's to like pay a DLC? No, no, it's just an update to the multiplayer game client. What they've been coming out with. Yeah, and, they, and they, they've been doing this since the game launch. Yeah, out. since GTA um, Online came out, it's been nothing but free DLC. I content. was just wondering. Yeah. That's all. Here, I got a, I got a quote here. What the game mode actually is. So, blending the adrenaline rush of Drop Zone, another game type, yeah. with the claustrophobic tension of a match of penned in, this brutal adversary mode is a deadly scavenger hunt where second place is not an option. Sounds familiar. Uh, up to four teams parachute into a periodically shrinking box, kill box, not a circle, strewn with lethal assortment of guns, explosives, and weaponized vehicles. Work together, find a vehicle, fight opposing teams, and the shrinking map to survive and win. Yeah, so that sounds like it's um, not, it's going to be the whole map, but it's like, you know, when you want to go into certain game modes, you load that in with a lobby. That sounds like this is going to load with like a lobby mm-hmm. separate from the contiguous world. Absolutely. Correct, yeah. Yeah. yeah so you, you would queue yourself up for the game You would just say, I'm going to play this game mode, and then you would go into yeah. it like you would do a deathmatch. And like or, I said, it, it, it clearly makes more sense for this, but they are... They're, they're taking the success of PUBG and Daisy Mod and mm-hmm. H1Z. What I was referring to, though, is something that's current in the game's contiguous world. When That's a part of that uh, DLC where you run the businesses. Right. Where you, you have to do something, where you have to accomplish a task, pick something up, fight some people, kill somebody. It doesn't matter. And there's, for most of like a three-minute or a 20-minute count, no one knows you're doing it. And it's not until the last goddamn minute that the whole map knows. And when the whole map knows at a minute left, mm-hmm. everyone rushes to your point. And that's mm-hmm. where you had people who were trolling people with uh, with Harrier jets. Because what would happen <laughs> is you'd, you'd go to like just run a drug package, some marijuana to like something. And then the whole map would know you're there. And then you'd get five. You're on a bike. And you get five Harrier jets coming in. From people, right? And they did, they had nothing to stop that, and people were trolling people with that. So you couldn't do you couldn't even play the basic game mode because people. Well, that's would honestly play. quite honestly how Daisy became battle royale is because it started as a zombie survival, but then people, people started were killing other it. people. Yeah, and yeah. then they were like, "Wow, this is way more fun. Let's mm-hmm. make it a well, battle it's, royale." Honestly, it was only because the zombies were so fucking broken. Well, they were broken. They were yeah, so true. broken. So the only thing that did work was the combat aspect. That's yeah, true. The so. Harrier Jet thing was stupid though because ultimately in the end people didn't play that game of. Sure, I gotcha. You know, yeah. they, they, you know, like Jordan or Prince, uh, he would always tell me that he would always try and find his own server. You know, where you know an empty sure. lobby where there's no one there in order to accomplish the business running tasks yeah. because he would always have people troll the right. shit out of him. I mean, yeah, I mean, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, in regards to no one being there, there's never going to be a piece of DLC for Mass Effect because no one's clearly playing it, huh? That is absolutely correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, this uh, is super, super aggravating to me personally. I know. I put this is, I put this in, in our doc a week ago. Yeah, I've been wanting the, to talk about it, when, it came when the news came out. And, and look, like I understand that Mass Effect Andromeda was not a huge success. Don't get me wrong. I get it. 
but the fact that they're dropping all support for it essentially no D- no single player DLC is coming out for this game anymore they have publicly announced that it's dead it's DOA and i don't think they're going to revamp this universe for a long time i don't, I don't think, think we're so. i think they they in their official statement yeah. they said that What's they will the lingo exactly they will continue to tell stories in the andromeda galaxy through our upcoming comics and novels including the fate of the Corian arc which is a storyline that is, right. went unresolved so we we get this promise of a new mass effect trilogy the game flops mainly because of character animations, for Christ's sake, um, I wouldn't even. I mean, yes, absolutely. Right. But so, like, there were other issues in the game that there were, but like that people did address. I like. I don't want to say that people weren't right for critiquing the game because they absolutely were. It's a triple A title. It's come from a game. It's come from a studio that's make made great games in the past. Everyone has every right to critique the shit out of it, right? I think for them to drop it. Like and make it DOA and say that they have no plan on making a second or third game is lazy. I think it's focused solely on making money, and they're going to put all of their efforts into making Anthem and mm-hmm. and that same thing. Let's make another Destiny game because that's where all the money is. That's where all the money is right now. And I think it's selfish. They've and merged. I think it's, they merged both studios right. already. So. so who knows? Maybe we get a Mass Effect game again in four years. And maybe that's what it needs. I don't know. But it's just frustrating to me that they're saying the game didn't work out. And you know what? Yeah, we're not going to try and make it better. We're not going to try and make a piece of DLC that like fixes, fixes it. Things, because they did yeah. it with Mass Effect 3. No one liked the Mass Effect 3 ending. They took it what it was. They came out with a piece of DLC that everyone was like, huh, all right, that kind of makes things better now. right?" I get that the game was hot garbage when it came out. I didn't agree with all of the critiques that it had. That's my personal opinion, just like everyone else has theirs. But from a Mass Effect fan and a fan of Bioware, I am strongly against this decision. So much so that unless something sways me in the future i will not be buying anthem damn solely because of this and i don't think they deserve my money yeah i mean i i kind of did you happen to read the kotaku article Uh, it came out a few weeks ago it it was older it was it was detailing the was it still when it was rumored no this is post-launch okay um this is all this is just a few weeks ago i'll send it to you later yeah um it was pretty much an article about what happened in the studio up until the launch of mass effect Andromeda. um the ga- the game needed a m- few more months in the oven. Right. Essentially, it needed more work. And EA actually, I believe, came out and said, "Do you guys need more time on this?" And they're like, "No, no, we're ready." And it talked about how they were using the Frostbite engine for the first time. Right. None of these developers knew how to work it. It was like giving being the, giving the keys to the uh, 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 to a Porsche, and you've you've only had experience on like you know a Kawasaki Ninja, right? You know, sure. toy car. And a Porsche has a really awesome, awful. Awful, awful manual. I mean, system. I'm being, I'm being, being very. Okay. I'm just trying to get the point across. It was just, a, it was just an analogy. That would be a nightmare, nightmare for somebody who has never driven a Porsche before. Well, that's what he's getting. It would be. That's, that's the idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it sounds like a lot went wrong during the development of the game, and it's a shame because because people people like smell shit right away. You know what I'm saying? They they yeah. picked up on it pretty quickly, um, and I'm glad you liked it. That's cool. And I'm I'm more upset the fact that they thought they could release a game. That was so under the 
under the quality that they should have mm-hmm. and thought it was okay to like put that out there for yeah. people to, to buy and essentially sure. put the nail in their own coffin. You know? Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I put it down. I'm not playing it. I will revisit it eventually. Um, and there are definite problems with it, but I enjoy the space opera. I yeah. enjoy the the idea of like what it puts forth of you in a galaxy and the planet hopping and like all of that. And I think like, this is it for me with EA. Like I don't plan on supporting them. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame. They they stopped all DLC production. They stopped. They, I believe they said this was the start of a new trilogy. They did. They made that very clear. This is like, this is like, we're taking a whole new mass. We're saying, we're saying this is it. This was the shepherd trilogy. And now we're making the Andromeda trilogy. And this is the first of a three game arc. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying it flopped so bad and Anthem was so well received that we're going to put all our effort into this. And then maybe one day we'll you'll get back. like KOTOR 3, right? <laughs> like that's what this is going to become. We're, like this may kill the Mass Effect universe in a gaming sense. Yeah. Right? And like this is a beloved series. Like there's the Mass Effect day. Like there's N7 day, right? Yeah. Like like this is a game that is well received in a universe People all over loved. wearing N7 clothes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like and and – to me, like, it's not for the right reasons. It would be one thing for them to say, hey, guys, we fucked up. We're going to try and make it better over now, the next year, and we're going to sit on Mass Effect, you know, Andromeda 2 until it's ready. What if they did the No Man's Sky thing and went silent for a year and then came out like, hey, guys, we got some DLC. We're, we're back. I would cross that bridge if it happened. Sure. But until but yeah. until then, like, I don't really ever support EA games all that much because I don't like them as a company. Yeah. And I think, like, for me, it, this may, at least for Bioware, and if Bioware is the, the, the people making Anthem, fuck them. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like, it won't make a difference. My $60 doesn't make a difference. But no. it just, to me, like... All I'm doing is fueling the problem, mm-hmm. you know. But maybe Anthem comes out and it's the greatest game of all time, and I'm like, guess what? I guess I got to spend the sixty dollars. But for right now, I'm going to hold now true to that. I'm not. Supporting it's funny. It. That's exactly how this is. A little tangent, but that's exactly how I feel about the Middle Earth Shadow of War game. Yeah, because of all the practices that they're injecting into that game, that is not somewhere I want to put my money yeah, you because think, of the way they're treating me as a as a as their customer. Right, and you think yeah. about like what we were just talking about of like Hellblade, mm-hmm. right? Like this fantastic game that came out of a indie studio, a small team they're of They're calling studio. them indies. I don't think they're an indie studio. They had the reins of Devil May Cry, they had the reins of all these okay, these well, big, smaller studios. It's a small I would say it's a smaller studio. Right, yeah, smaller but, studio indie that's true that might not have been the right nomenclature. But like that comes out Go spend your money on that. Mm-hmm. Go support them that are creating something for us. The experience for the person right. sitting there playing their game. Not yeah. Not the money-hungry company that's turning its back on a loyal fan base because the loyal fan base said, you know what, this isn't what we expected from you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that they're not going to buy the next game. Doesn't mean that they won't play the, the, the updates or DLC that you create. But to just say, like, we're going to give you this amazing new trilogy. Oh, you know, wait, what? We failed to give you the first game, so fuck you and fuck the world. It just, to me, like, all I would be doing is supporting that behavior. So, sure, my $60, whatever it may be in the long run, might not make too big of a difference. But if I'm supporting that behavior, 
that I'm part of the problem, in yeah. my opinion. And I, that's and that's from someone that's know, a huge fan of this. That's why I feel so adamant. In a general it. sense, I'm right there with you. I yeah. won't I won't support things that I believe are trying to take advantage of me or play with my expectations. Right. You know what I mean, like that. And and I and I could be a hypocrite because the game can come out and it could be like. And all of you were playing it, and you're like, you gotta fucking play it. And I'll be like, all right, fine. Which game? Anthem. Okay. Right? So, like, maybe that happens. But I just think, like... I don't have any interest in it. Yeah, like, right now, I don't really... I mean, we'll it. see closer to... Once it comes... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we, we've known really nothing about it yet. Yeah, we just saw the one video. trailer, right? Yeah, fancy trailer. So, I... Gathalian said... He said, like... I don't know, a couple of tweets... In the anthem thing, it looked like the entire thing was just on rails. Right. I don't know what his evidence was, but well, that's said, because it's 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 scripted for the trailer. Yeah, so it that's, looks, that's all. Yeah. He, yeah. he was like worried about it. He's like, yeah, he was. It doesn't look but, like but, it's actually. Let's go to any all. Ubisoft trailer; they're all on rails. All yeah. of them. Yeah. Divisions. Divisions I look. Mean, the gr- fucking Destiny Two trailer was yeah. on rails. Oh, I mean, totally. Like, yeah. The the, ga- the the beta that we play, you're playing the first story mission. You're like you're you're in that story. Of course, it's on rails. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like. Yeah, I don't want to harp on it too much because I sound like on a, on a, I'm on a soapbox. But like, I like this. This is my soapbox. It, it, it's true. <laughs> this is true. It, it just frustrates me that that they that they feel comfortable enough to do this instead of owning up to their mistakes. It seems like they're backdooring their mistake and it's quitting just, the it's moment just, things don't irritating. go their way. Yeah, yeah, it's irritating. It sounds exactly like EA. Like, go where the money is. That's right. just what they do. Yeah. Like, eh, I don't know. Whatever. There you go, man. Um, I think we're we're about wrapped. Yeah, I think we so. Wanted, we wanted to hit two more quick points as we wrap up. Uh, the big thing is the biggest shout out to Crazy Peanut. Yeah, Crazy uh, Felix what a and baller. I. Felix and I would love to give him a shout out. You have a shout out to give him as well. Of course, uh, he donated two copies of Bloodborne. Yeah. Two, not one, but two. Goddamn. Um, one one digital copy to myself and one digital copy to Felix. Yep. Uh, for us to play Bloodborne because he really really wants us to play this game. Yeah, I'm gonna finish. Uh, he kept typing in my chat. Uh, you know when I was playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. He kept typing Bloodborne. Hashtag, uh, he was hashtag Bloodborne Bloodborne motherfucker motherfucker. Yeah, and I Bloodborne I tweeted out one day like what game should I play right now on Twitch and I was like and then I put in. Hashtag not bloodborne because I knew he was going to tweet back, and of course he tweeted back and just Hashtag said bloodborne. bloodborne. Yeah. So, uh, but no, seriously, huge shout out to Peanut for making. And you that and I happen. are going to be able to play that multiplayer part of that. Yeah. Now, there's some tips I need to give you because when I played it, this this happened to me. One of my friends had a lot of free time, and I did not, and he over leveled me by at least 10, 15 levels. You need to be within the same ten levels as the person you're trying to join the game in. Got it. So do not. Go crazy, one of you guys, and go far. No, I'll let you know what sure. level. Stay, I'm at. stay synchronized that yeah. through, with your Bloodborne play. Yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. So, thank you, Peanut, for for contributing that to us. That's awesome. We really, really appreciate it. We and if you haven't checked out, Peanut is actually featured on episode one thirty four, correct? Where he gives a really co- cool analogy between you know baby making and playing Dark Souls. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, and, and, and a lot of people have given me verbal feedback that they think yeah. that's a great episode. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, Peanut also donated to me a beta code for, a closed beta code for Final Fantasy Distidia, mm. the fighting game on PS4 coming out. Um, which I'm, it's, it's in beta. I saw some really weird stuff going on. I need to play it. I'll get back to you on that next Do time. Next I like time. it. Yeah. I like it. So shout out to Peanut. And then the last thing, just quickly, Felix, we wanted to talk about 
uh, all of the new followers that we've had to the stream in the past, you know, few weeks, right? Well, it, well we, don't, we don't know if yeah. they're followers, okay? Listeners. What, what we now have is we have actual pod track tracking our um, data of downloads. Yeah. Like, uh, we now know on, on every episode that you've downloaded us. So we appreciate that. Um, and the interesting thing that I wanted to point out about the metric reporting here is there are people who are going back and listening to episodes we did six months ago. Right. That's uh, weird. Or more. Yeah. Like people have gone back, not the really old episodes, even though I've tweeted those out, but like people have actually, without me even like tweeting it out, have gone and listened to some of our older numbers. Like the problem a few months, a few weeks back. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. And, uh, Anyone who is actually new to listening to us, um, I appreciate you being part of the community and, and, and you know, listening to us. And it's, we really, it's really awesome. do want feedback from, from uh, you all as listeners. So if we can get uh, reviews on our podcast, which on I'll iTunes. get to you in just a second, review on iTunes, uh, please uh, tweet at us. Any feedback that you have, uh, rate us on iTunes, anything like that. If you are new, this does help us understand how we're doing, what we could do better. You raised your hand, so I'm assuming there's a new review. There's a new review on iTunes. Wow. July 12th. I haven't had... Okay, so they updated the... the, iOS 11 no longer has the reviews. They just added it back in. Thank God. So I just checked it. I'm on it right now. It looks different. Is it constructive? I'm going to read it right now. First time reading it live on the show. Are you ready? Uh, this is from ASW7585, uh, SNES News and Notes. First thing, five stars. The five stars, good. Woo! First thing I'd like to say, thank you to all the people who take the time to do the podcast, and you guys do a great job. As far as this episode goes, I don't... Gotta go back to July 12th to find out what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, as far as this episode goes, good points were made, and we will probably never own... Oh, SS, SNES... Uh, the console it must have been out. our duo episode about we the SNES. About SNES, yeah. right. Um, and we'll probably never own one due to the small quantity that will be made, but it's still, but still, I, but, I'm sorry, but I still have the original, so I'm really happy with that. Great job, guys. Looking forward to the next episode. Do any of you guys, do any of you guys actually own one? I do. I have, I have a, an SNES. I have a Super Classic? Nintendo. I have no, no, the new uh, thing. No, no, I have I have an actual SNES. Nobody I have an, could get one. I have an actual Nintendo. SNES yeah, yeah. as well. And I got like and I have like 30 Fuck games. Nintendo, so dude. there you go. Yeah. Not um, Star Fox 2, but whatever. It's yeah. bad, man. So so thank you to the review. Thank you for the five stars. That's awesome. If you would like to be featured on the podcast, uh, you can tweet at us, you can leave a Facebook post, you can leave a review. Any feedback that's given, any positive, uh, we will shout out. Negative, we will absorb and deal with on our own. We're not going <laughs> to shout out your negative feedback, but please give it. Uh, but any positive feedback, we will definitely shout out, anything you want to share. So thank you for anyone that's tuning in that is new. Uh, we really appreciate it. To everyone that's been here for a while, we love you too. Um, and you could follow me on Twitter. Uh, you can get me there at lock underscore key. That's L O C K E underscore key. Uh, if you follow me there, you'll be able to see when I uh, go live. Uh, I'll tweet out every time I go live. Um, yeah, please follow me there. Everything else you can find. Yeah, we're all pretty active on Twitter now, which yeah. is pretty cool. And we talk, we pretty much talk to anyone who talks to us. Uh, anyone that talks to me, I answer. Yeah, yeah. I also so, added, I added all of your, um, to the Emergent Gamer Twitter, I added all of your Twitter Twitter accounts. tags. Cool. So that means I'm Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter. Yep. I've also been streaming a little bit more on the weekends. Nice. PUBG. 
So that's what I that's what I do. I, I love PUBG right now. I can't, do you I can't have stop. a set stream schedule like on your channel page? Do no. You, you for one of the first things you should do is set a stream schedule and adhere to it. Oh God. Yeah, I can't I, do it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's so that's so that's so tough for me. I would, I would, but I'll if do my you best. Can't do it, you can't do it. But I'll go, I'll go live mostly on Saturdays. You can also do like, I mean, posting a stream schedule that says generally when you'll be there, but not guaranteed. You know, okay. Like, like I, I can, if I, can I, hear if that. I stream hey, Saturday I, Sunday, I thought about streaming Uncharted, well, but I was like, you can nah. find me. Yeah. yeah, like if I stream. It'll be these days sure. in this range of time, you know that type of thing. So yeah, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Neo Aoshi. No underscore there. It's just Neo Aoshi. Nice, bam, Felix. Yeah, and uh, I'm at Felix Hergood. Uh, pretty much most places. I mean, you can catch at Felix Hergood on Instagram and Twitter. Those are the two primary primary places that I post when I'm going live. Um, so definitely come and check me out and follow me on Twitter and write me whatever you want. Uh, on Twitter, I'm very responsive to DM if you start talking to me through DM on Twitter. So beautiful, slide yeah. into those DMs. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, yeah, fuck the Fallout creation. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. It doesn't matter. I, we I don't have to talk it. about. I was just gonna fuck. That was a news point we were gonna talk about, but we don't have the time. But we should but just end cap that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week, maybe. Maybe I, right. I don't even want to give it time. It's, it's just bullshit, bastards. I, it's not gonna fix the main problem with mods on, on consoles. Anyway, we'll see you. <laughs> Later. See ya. <laughs>